0: we Ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Nerd Your Enthusiasm. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about a few things related to the next generation of consoles. But sorry, Xbox, you have to wait because we have not even gotten to test that out because we don't have those. Because obviously, me and Steve here... We're Team Sony. We're Team PlayStation. So we're going to give you uh, our feedback on the PlayStation Five. Uh, we both got a console. We were lucky enough to get that. Um, we are not scum and villainy. We got these. Uh, we got these straight up from Amazon, and I think you got yours from the Target. Was it?
1: Let's just say I did get multiple consoles. I was lucky enough to...
0: Shut up, you fool. uh, I was trying to save you, you, but okay, no one can save you now.
1: No, it's fine. No, that's fine. I don't expect saving. But uh, yeah, so I was able to purchase uh, multiple consoles uh, from different retailers. Uh, Amazon was quick to the point. They delivered it on launch day. And then for the other retailers, uh, I got one from Sony directly. That one also arrived on launch day. And then the Target one came just today. So yeah. Uh, pretty painless process. And just yeah.
0: just to just to clarify to save you a little bit, you're not hawking these. They're not being sold for like $800 like most assets no, or something. No. You, I'm
1: uh, yeah, I'm basically selling them at sale price to people I know that wanted to get one but were unable to do so
0: cuz they were working or whatever when the they came on sale.
1: That or they attempted but you know, obviously with the Huge traffic on those retail websites. They get errors, and they just were not able to get through. Right, um, with stock being as limited as it is. Although in comparison, the PS4 launch had fewer uh, stock and inventory across all retail. So they they do plan on releasing more of the consoles uh, in waves i think it was yesterday or the day prior walmart had uh like four or five phases throughout the day where you could actually log in and try and get one as they became available so they're trying to alleviate some of the supply issues
0: what what is your take on and i well actually we'll, we'll talk about that later i was going to ask about your take on the um you're taking the price of the controller because I just pulled it up for whatever reason. We'll talk about that. It is $70 roundabout. Um, I'd say it, it makes sense that this thing is $70. However, the games are also $70. So
1: so a bit of clarification. Depending on,
0: on which games. Yeah,
1: so the $70 price tag, the first time that that was attempted was with 2K, I believe. I believe it was for one of their 2K games. And they, they said that they were going to have their uh, titles be $70, but then they retracted that. It wasn't until Sony kind of pitched in and came and said, okay, well, Demon's Souls is going to be 70 bucks for, uh, for the launch period. So the fact that Sony has already crossed that line means that that's going to give more incentive for other publishers to do the same um it is expected obviously you have to take into consideration the rate of inflation and the development costs of making a triple title of that caliber has also increased over time so it's expected obviously every person is different with how they how they see the value proposition in the game. Not every game is created equal. So that $70 price tag might just rub you off in the wrong way. And that's where something like Xbox game pass might come in and entice more users to their ecosystem, which is what we discussed in the previous episode. And so it's going to be very interesting how Sony manages to balance that fine line between, okay games are now $70. Is there other ways to entice people to stay with us, even though the cost of entry is now higher as a result?
0: Right. And, uh, the dual sense controller, um, I kind of want to give my, uh, the, the price point I think makes uh, a lot of sense from like, like, you know, quality. This is the the best, in my opinion, this is one of the best controllers I've ever seen. Um, I don't think I've ever popped something out of the box and be like, okay, this thing feels like it has some weights to it, weight to it, and not just in the metaphorical sense, but the literal sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, you you weighed it in at two hundred and eighty six kilograms or something like that, or grams, not kilograms. About,
1: well, yeah, depending on what metric you use. But right. in comparison to the DualShock Four and uh, a- along the rest of the DualShock line of controllers, the Dual Sense feels like, it, it, it kind of reminds me of a hybrid of the Xbox controller and the Switch Pro controller. If you ever held one of the yes. Switch Pro controllers, it's just the the, the very uh, physical nature of the controller just feels, as you mentioned, that heft, that weight. It feels like a premium controller. Mm-hmm. My annoyance with previous controllers of the DualShock line is that they felt more like toys, very flimsy. Mm-hmm nothing wrong with them inherently they did their job but it just felt good to just have the dual sense in your hand and it it feels like if you drop it you know it it feels like it's sturdy enough to withstand the impact and it just feels really good to have in in your actual hands um
0: yeah it feels like it definitely has some heft to it which would make which would be pretty cool if they enable it to take part in a lot of like motion games although it doesn't like I wouldn't feel like swinging it like an axe would make any sense like if you drop (laughs) if you drop this thing I don't think it would break however I'm not in the mood to drop this thing because it's so brand new Um, the chargers obviously I'm not sure how many people paid attention to it but the charger has now gone from uh, USB or micro USB to USB to USB -C. C yeah Uh, it's great for any google phone users you can use your google phone charger i would not recommend it just because playstation 5 has been so hinky of late and we'll get into that um by hinky i mean they've been having some uh issues with their tech but um it's few and far between i have i've not seen too much issues with my playstation just yet Knock on wood, um, but yeah. For those who have USB chargers, USB C chargers, this is a great um, way to charge your uh, controller if you're not putting your control in your your uh, system in sleep mode, which I would not recommend doing with a PlayStation Five just yet. And we'll get into that uh, controversy or the issues that are taking place because um, we want to make sure we're being even sided. We're not just gloating about how great this console is
1: uh I, i do have some grievances with it
0: yeah so my first initial impressions upon unboxing it um great uh the first thing i noticed was obviously the controller which was on top i noticed the half i was like wow this is much this feels like two of the dual shot controllers weight put into one or just maybe it just feels more solid i don't know what it is about it but that's how it felt to me um once I got the console out, I realized, oh, okay, this is uh, this is huge. Um, it doesn't, yeah, not not from like a. If you're using it, so there's two ways you can play set it up. I believe you can set it up um, being on its side, laying down, or you could set it up standing straight up. I prefer the standing straight up uh, because it allows me to have more room to and, put things around.
1: And you have the slim version. The
0: right, I have the disc uh, list version. Right, uh, the the one without the disk drive, which is slimmer.
1: Yeah, I have the one with the disk drive, so there's that bulge on the right side that is very apparent, but it still looks sleek enough. Um, I I do see the sort of trepidation of like people are are hoarding extra of the discless ones because people prefer that form factor, and I could see the value of that going uh, increase uh, in terms of like. Out being is concerned right so,
0: it's more in demand because it's uh, there's less supply yeah um the one thing i did notice about the uh once i once i got it out um it does not have an optical out port. so th- for those people who like using um i, I, I personally have an astro a40 uh mix amp an astro mix amp sorry it's not the a40 um but the astro mix amp and part of that i was using on the playstation 4 was using the optical in and out ports um which allow you to have i guess higher quality sound and things like that this console does not support that um, i haven't had an issue because i can just literally plug the power cord it like from the uh, astro headset or the astro mix amp into the console itself just through usb and boom immediately connects all sound coming through that mix amp so it's actually a lot easier to use now i don't find myself needing to use the uh the uh, optical in and out but of course if you had to you can always plug that sort of thing into the back of a uh, uh, television if you use something like this like i do um, other than that, I keep looking over. That's why my voice keeps fading. Um, other than that, the uh, console has three uh, USB USB ports. USB ports uh, two of one which in are the front, USB. Two in the back. T- the two in the back are USB three. Yes. And the two one in the front is USB uh, two. Right.
1: Yeah. The, the one in the front is designed for charging, I believe. And then the, right, the two on the back are for like if you have a capture card or some other accessories you want to connect. Right. And I the, do kind of miss the two ports on the PS4 that were on the front because it was just more convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more or less to your preference, really.
0: Right. I actually, um, I don't know if you noticed it, but it also has a USB-C port on the front. So that way, if someone, if you have a wire, for example, your Google phone or whatever phone you're using that has USB-C, you can just take out your phone charger instead of having to, you know, buy a whole another wire, which is fairly cheap, I think. Um, but you can just plug that right into the front and charge your controller. It's great. Yeah. Um, the next thing I'm looking forward to... And I'll just bring it right up right now because I, I tra- uh, transported this thing from my uh, my house back to where I'm currently am and. Uh safe to say I used the exact box it came in because I don't have a good carrying case for it. My PlayStation 4, I could sling in my backpack pretty easily. This thing you cannot fit into a <laughs> normal size backpack. And nor should you because it has some bendable bits at like the top end um, where it kind of uh, has the side panels. Yeah, They're a little bit bendy. Um, I wouldn't want to snap one off. Not that it would really do anything, um, but it would make it look bad and it would take down its value. Um for some reason I wanted to save it or whatever. The long and the short of it is uh I need a carrying case, Sony. Time to develop that. I'm sure they already are. (laughs) Um and if they're not third party, get on that because I need a carrying case for this thing if I'm going to be moving it back and forth. The other thing I want to mention is this it comes with a stand, which is nice. The PlayStation uh, four did not. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah, you
1: you, you had to purchase the stand separately. That's mm-hmm. what I did.
0: Uh, I purchased I a third a third party stand that actually had two charging ports in it, which is nice. Oh, okay. For controllers, um, I kind of want that for this con- console as well, so that way I can also charge if I get a secondary controller, charge that at the same time, or maybe a third controller. Uh, I don't see myself purchasing any other controllers at this time because I still have the PlayStation Four. If I have friends over, we can play that. In comparison to this is gonna be more of my personal um, console. No one else is really gonna play it, so
1: this is like probably the largest console ever,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Like, I would say it's bigger than bigger. than the original Xbox. Yeah, the original Xbox that's saying was, something. That's it's a yeah. box. It was a it's a, it's a it's, fucking box, it's a bulky, and this is yeah. bigger.
1: Yeah, this is way bigger.
0: Maybe not as I mean, for my version, maybe not as like wide because <laughs> i know the xbox the original xbox was a lay down so if i was laying this down like to to describe it to someone who's not looking at me using my hands which are not at all um <laughs> if i was laying the playstation 5 down i would say the xbox is a little taller but that's just for the discless version i'm assuming for your version you would say it is much bigger than yeah because of the
1: bulge and the, the bulge for the disc yeah and uh, in most consoles when you lay it horizontally you don't need the actual stand or another accessory to have it steady for this you actually have to put the stand on the side and clip it on the back end
0: within a screw
1: yeah with the screw Um, so that's that's another thing to take into consideration Uh, that stand if you do pick up a playstation 5 anytime soon or if you already have one make you know make sure that the stand you don't lose it because it is a requirement uh, to have it attached to your PlayStation 5. Because theoretically, you could have it vertical and not have the stand, but I can see it being very flimsy, and Mm -hmm. it could topple over easily. Mm So I will not take that risk.
0: Yeah. The really, really nice thing that my girlfriend and everyone else appreciates now is that this thing runs silently. And this is one of the things they touted. i don't know if you could even hear me say it i said silently uh whisper quiet (laughs) yeah silently um we're not an asmr podcast we're not gonna go there uh we could be we could we We very well we could be do you like this i don't it makes me very uncomfortable in many ways um (laughs) but um what was i saying what were we just talking about whisper quiet yes thank yeah what the fuck whisper quiet uh so in comparison to my playstation 4 which sounds like a a airplane taking off uh this thing i can actually have it in the same room as my girlfriend sleeping if i want to play a single player game that's not very stressful and won't have me yelling at my screen um i could play that because now it won't be like she'll be kept up by it um of course i could have you know (laughs) Taken, <laughs> taking the PlayStation 4 apart and uh, dusted it out. Maybe that would have helped. But still, this thing is whisper quiet. It is great. Yeah, I cu- I can't even hear it at all. So it's like yeah, lower than a uh, whisper. It's like nothing, just air, like, a breeze. Right
1: now, where my yeti microphone is, the console's right behind it, and it's not picking it up at all. That's how quiet is it. And it's on, by the way.
0: Oh. Yeah, I can't even hear it. But you've—I'm sure you've heard me. And this is something I actually had when I was on Twitch. Um, <clears throat> I would have to move my PlayStation quite far away from where I was having my microphone. <coughs> Excuse me, oh, got something in my throat. Um, something far away from my—I uh, had to move the PlayStation Four away from my microphone in order to actually you know play otherwise when i wasn't talking it was going to be like it would start to pick it up because i'm not talking anymore and so this won't even be an issue uh other than that of course it has a um a uh ethernet cable port and an hdmi cable port i don't and that's about it um yeah standard power port yeah anything else about the aesthetics um I wish it was black for my opinion or for my, I,
1: I I'm actually really appreciating the, the white design of it. Such a I, I feel like it's that. <laughs> okay. Oh, my continue. Okay.
0: Continue about yeah. why you're appreciating the white.
1: Oh Go ahead. my God. It, no, it, it, I think at first I was like, yeah, I wish it was all black, but I feel like it's a nice contrast because I've had like so many like other consoles that have been like, Monochromatic and having just to this be like very distinct, especially with the dual sense. Like, obviously, at a point in the future, I will probably want to customize it, and mm-hmm. I imagine the 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 casing or or the plates, if you want to call it that, on the sides, the flaps that you mentioned, those will you'll be able to take off eventually, and Sony will probably release like you know. Oh, like overpriced. the Xbox 360,
0: like the Xbox yeah, 360 faceplate. Like, Exactly. I customized the shit out of that I bought a third party Halo one and I put it on the front yeah, yeah. exactly gonna it's going to cool. be very
1: similar to that and they should definitely pursue something like that um, so the power and eject button are in the bottom uh, it's kind of it's kind of similar to the PS4 where it's kind of hidden they're, they're very like thin buttons mm-hmm. um, so that's another thing that it has uh that is so similar to the PS4. Other than that, uh, I haven't used the disc drive yet. I don't actually have any 4K Blu-ray discs with me. Mm-hmm. I do plan on starting a little collection pretty soon. Uh, so I can give my impressions on how the disc will load up and whatnot, but it's a uh, slot loading drive, so you just input the disc, and it'll slot in, and it'll play whatever Blu-ray you decide to put in. Uh, the light, uh on the top uh panel right uh when it goes into rest mode it's way more brighter than the ps4 rest mode yeah well it ha- it's producing
0: it's more cool light cool. there's more there's yeah. more light in there
1: exactly uh but i find it cool cuz it kind of acts like a little night light in a way um mm-hmm. if you don't prefer that then i guess too bad i guess you, you you would have to shut it off completely but again
0: i would take the light over the sound any from. day
1: exactly yeah
0: yeah um Let's kind of. I wanted to kind of shift gears. Unless you had something else about the aesthetic of that, of it, I wanted to kind of shift gears into a few things we've I've noticed while using the controller and playing on the system. Uh, so. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so AstroBots is, is on there and initially installed. Uh, it's a game. Um, you can look it up if you want. I don't want to really describe it, but it's it's a game for everyone. Anyone could play. It gives you a kind of an idea of how to use or what the feeling of the haptic feedback is like in the controller. Really great game for that. Um, definitely play through, you know, a little bit of it. You don't have to beat the game, but it is a free game they gave us. So <laughs> great for that. Uh, I wouldn't. The- I actually completed
1: it uh, last night, and I will definitely uh, pursue trying to complete it. It, it, It's not that long. There's only, like, four, like, main hub worlds, Mm -hmm. and it takes roughly, like, four to five hours.
0: Did you platinum Um, it?
1: Not yet. Uh, There are definitely some puzzle pieces I I still need to collect, but it's a very fun platformer.
0: It reminds me of Mario a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It kind of has that sort of the design philosophy of super mario odyssey in a way uh very colorful game uh for those who have stuck with playstation since the beginning it's also very nostalgic because they put in a lot of like game references hardware Mm -hmm. just the whole sony history is encapsulated encapsulated in this one game right and it's very cool to like be like oh shit i i remember that one hardware accessory that i barely used on the ps2 or like for the playstation one and like it's just a really fun game that if 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 you just experience every sony console that it's just a nice trek back in time
0: yeah i noticed i noticed they had like a a snake reference in the game i didn't play too much of it but there's this guy in a box he's hiding and then they also have a
1: ghost of tsushima reference was it yeah okay
0: i didn't get to any of those um yet they're
1: they're they're kind of scattered across and each game hub world is supposed to represent each of the consoles so you'll have one that's tailored to playstation 1 ps2 playstation 3 and then playstation 4
0: Okay, I didn't even realize that. I mean, I I saw the PlayStation 1, but I didn't see the other ones. Um, So, I guess... I was in the Snow World, so which one is that?
1: The Snow World, I believe, is PlayStation 3?
0: Was it? Okay, that would make more sense. Yeah. Alright, cool. So, um... That's a fun game. Uh, in that game, you, you can show off a few different things. There's a microphone functionality on the front, which I'm pretty sure they showed at the showcase. Uh, Sony showed off that. I have not the one thing I've not figured out how to do yet, and it's kind of frustrating me because I wasn't very obvious. I just had to look up how to do it. Is to set up text to speech because they showed that off as a functionality of sending messages to one another. I'm not sure if it can only be done through. Party chat, or if you can send text to speech to anybody, but I use that all the time on my phone to send lengthy messages to people, and it makes it a lot quicker. Especially given the fact that the um the uh, so the the, uh, the functionality through through the PlayStation is not super great for sending text messages.
1: A keyboard, you mean?
0: Yeah, I don't like it at all. And I used to use the little extender thing on the Xbox 360, you know? You oh, could plug okay, it to the yeah. bottom and type. It was really quick, like texting. I'd rather have that on here. So I got to figure out how to do the uh, text-to-speech thing. That's the one thing.
1: Another way to just circumvent that is to download the PlayStation app on your phone and send a message through there.
0: Yes, of course. Download the PlayStation um, app. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: it, it's true. Uh, but yeah, I did find the keyboard a bit snappier to use on the PlayStation 5 in comparison to the PS4. The PS4 was such a slog. I found the PS5 keyboard to be a bit better, but I still agree with your main sentiment that, you know, uh, there are better ways to submit a text message that doesn't take so long.
0: Yeah. And then um, UI, uh, the UI is great for the PlayStation. Um, it, yeah, they got rid of the. It, and correct me if I'm wrong. They got rid of the the customization for the main lo- main hub area.
1: Yeah, there's no more themes, unfortunately. I'm pretty sure they're gonna add that later on, with a future update. Uh, that was one of the things I loved about the PS4 and other consoles that supported that. Was the ability to purchase themes, or if you pre ordered a game, they would give you like a pre order bonus theme. Or take
0: a picture inside of the game and then make it your own custom background, like you can do right. in J.S. Tsushima, which I had for my PlayStation 4. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm pretty sure that's going to come with a feature update, but yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. However, I will say that as you uh, scroll, uh, as you go through the selection of game titles that you recently played, the artwork that is showcased uh, is most likely the cover art of the game,
0: and it will also include it looks the uh, really uh, the music. Really fucking good. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And it looks really fucking rock solid on my 4K TV. Um, it just looks spectacular in that regard. And again, it, it, it's really just a measure of if you prefer customization, you're at, you're out of luck. But I'm pretty sure that's going to come pretty soon. But mm-hmm. for now, there are no major complaints in regards to the presentation of how the user interface uh, presents itself. Um, The one thing I will say about the user interface is, again, it's streamlined in some regards, and in other instances, they kind of add more layers where you have to go through more menus Mm -hmm. or more button presses to do the exact same thing that you did on the PS4. So for the friends list, um, on the PS4, what you could do is just hold the PlayStation button and it would unlock the side panel menu. And then you would go to friends and then it would show you your friends list. On the PS5, it's kind of similar where if you push the PlayStation button on the DualSense, you'll unlock a little dashboard on the bottom of the screen. And you can actually customize that dashboard with particular features that you want added. So if you want to access the network settings a lot quicker you can add that if you want mm-hmm. or if you don't and you want to omit certain uh features and just streamline the dashboard to only like three or four things that you really only use you can also do that too but to get to your friends list uh you would have to go to the the game panel or the i i forgot what the name of it was but it's the, the um... game panel uh, on the bottom left.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, and then you go in there and then you can see all your friends essentially.
1: Yeah, right. So then you can then see all your friends. But what it does first is that it puts all your recent parties on top first. Then you have to scroll down further and then you can see who's online. Uh, and then really? I think you have the option to filter if you want to see all your friends. So it's like a little more steps per se to. You kind of have to tinker with it and get used to the the the, in, the interface itself another option if you want to just view your entire friends list then just from like the old school ps4 style is if you go to your profile and then uh on the top right and then if you go down to i believe the friends option then it will showcase all your friends and in, in that one list but it's it's kind of a bit so yeah,
0: I, I'm looking at it right 24. now. Um, so you, yeah. you you hit the PlayStation button once, you go over to Game Base, Game Base. That's what it's called. But however, yeah, it does show the recent parties, and then you can go down to, um, your friends list. Yeah, I thought for some reason, because you and I play off so often, that it wasn't the case. I wouldn't have to really talk to anyone else. <laughs> um, he's my only friend, guys. Uh, so. Let's see here. Wait, what? Okay, I thought I had the PlayStation 5 version of Cold War downloaded. Did I not download the PlayStation 5 version? It says PlayStation 4 next to it.
1: Okay, well, a good way to rectify that is, do do you see the three dots symbol? You click on that, and it'll show you what versions you can download.
0: I see. I have the cross-gen bundle installed but it doesn't say playstation 5 or playstation 4 hmm
1: yeah so the ps5 version of call of duty does have the improved
0: oh
1: i'm not sure if
0: oh no oh wait no i have it downloaded i don't know why it said playstation 4 next to it very odd um Maybe I have both of them downloaded. Who's to say? But yeah, uh, there's a lot of things that you have to get used to in this. Um, that's why I was like kind of... It's not super intuitive at the beginning to um, navigate the u- u- uh, user interface fields. Um, but yeah, I think it's, very, it's a new way of looking at things. And uh, we, we got to play a few games on here. Steven played more than I. Um, I tried playing ghost of tsushima on the playstation 5 and that my muscle memory had gone from super awesome like samurai badass and now that i'm using the new controller i've gone from that to okay i need to relearn some of the things mainly because i haven't played it in a while but also because i feel like my muscle memory has changed a bit based on the <laughs> controller
1: did you notice the increase of frame rate, though? From I did. going from 30 to 60? That. Yes. Yeah, big difference.
0: Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the games you got to play. Uh, when I first got the PlayStation 5 up and running, I decided to play No Man's Sky again. I downloaded that. There was a new PlayStation 5 version of it. Um, I think it's called No Man's Sky Next, right? Is that what they- uh,
1: Yeah, so basically that was the second, like full reboot of the game i mm-hmm. guess if you want to call it that
0: yeah and so uh, that's the newest update for that game if you've never played it before highly recommend it it's it's fun now um initially it was very barren uh you couldn't do much but if you're looking for like a, a good single player or multiplayer experience and when i say multiplayer like think of it as as much as uh, a little bit more than what dark souls has for multiplayer i would say you can't. I guess you could build a base with a friend, which is something you can't do in Dark Souls. Long story short, you could play with two other friends in a party. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, because I haven't played it much, but this is what I'm going off of. You can party with two other players to explore the galaxy and take part in uh, the events of No Man's Sky. It's a great space um, ex- exploration game. If you're into that sort of thing, I highly recommend it. It also has some functionalities like Minecraft. Uh, not that you can build blocks like that, but more you can uh, mine for or you can collect um, resources to build a base as well. But yeah, I got to play that and it was fun. Um, I, I started, I initially started off on a, on a, uh, ice barren planet and I was like, crap. Of course they start me off on like one of the worst planets to be on for nutrients. But then, um, my PlayStation decided to go black as immediately as I loaded the game and I was like, oh no, don't do this Uh to me again. Uh, that was a one time fluke. I have not seen it do anything else like that. Um, that was me knocking out wood. Uh, nothing that, (laughs) uh, lately. But maybe that was a one-time issue, hopefully. Um, maybe it was a No Man's Sky issue more than anything else. Wouldn't surprise me. Then um, I started to play a little bit of Demon's Souls. I had never played Demon's Souls before. I'd never even played Dark Souls before. The only thing I've played from, from software is uh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne and Sekiro. Mm-hmm. This is my first four into the night uh, but
1: you noticed how much more slow play pace the combat yes. is. Yeah, it's more defensive. Yeah,
0: yeah, very much so. Um, and you get a shield, which is nice. That was nice to see. Uh, very much more defensive. I got through the first, got to the main demon, and then got immediately killed, which is how the game works. Expected. Yeah. Uh, and then I and then you got the main... summoned
1: into the main hub world. Yeah,
0: and I didn't do much yeah. else. I okay. just was just like okay and then I had to go um, but I got to play a little bit that was fun I'll dive more into that later and then uh,
1: did you were you playing uh, on the cinematic mode or the performance mode the cinematic is the 4k but I think you don't have a
0: 4k no TV I don't either. have 4k
1: okay so performance mode would be 60 frames per 2nd
0: mm-hmm okay um, yeah I didn't didn't get too far into that game I think it's interesting you know, standard, standard souls game to me. Um, no man's sky. It's okay. Oh, I did eventually get to play a little bit more no man's sky. Um, the haptic feedback was cool. Uh, especially when you're mining and your laser starts to overheat your, the trigger becomes harder and harder to press and hold down, uh, when you're mining things. That was cool. Um, takeoff feels like, you know, impactful when you first take off in your, in your starship, in comparison to when you're you know doing it on the i guess the uh playstation 4 controller didn't feel as impactful this one's like okay i'm actually jettisoning in you can feel the impact um, be cool to have like a haptic suit i guess for that too uh <laughs> and then feel every sensation yes yes um and then I played some Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. It's with what I've main, mainly played. Uh, Steven watched me. He got actually to see the picture in picture mode. He was uh, playing another game yeah. while also watching me play Cold War's campaign. Uh, how was that?
1: It was very intuitive. I'm actually, this is probably my most favorite feature uh, from the previous uh, console that they improved dramatically. So in the PS4, you could hit share play and you could share play with another person.
0: Yeah. Hello, Steven.
1: Together, and always have like Steven.
0: Can you repeat yourself? You cut out there. Hi, I can hear you, but you you cut out there. I think uh, there's a connection issue. Yes. Okay.
1: So uh, when first starting off with the share play on the PS4, we would have issues trying to connect at times with each other and it will always buffer, it will have issues. Uh, On the PS5 though, it's very snappy, very seamless, and we didn't have any issues at all with the connection. Uh, So it definitely had to be more of the software side of things that they improved dramatically. But the picture in picture mode is really cool because it allows you to uh, tone down the screen of the SharePlay and you can snap it to any portion of the main screen on your tv and then you could actually play a game while watching your friend play their game and observe so i booted up shadow of the colossus uh, and i was just wandering the the wasteland and i was just watching matt play call of duty uh with the campaign and it was pretty snappy just the whole experience very cool feature
0: Yeah. Um, I noticed my connection looks like it's about to die out. So I'm just going to let you know that right now uh, in case it does for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. Let me turn off my PlayStation. That might be why. That very well could be why it's going to die. But yeah, the long and the short of it, as long as we're still recording, I'm going to go for it. So yeah, I got to play a little bit of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War campaign. I got to the... well. Obviously, if you haven't seen the the trailers, it's about Perseus, which is a KGB operative. And that's his code name. And that's about all I know. But it's a pretty cool game. Uh, Highly recommend it. Anyone who's a fan of Call of Duty, pick it up. It's a short and sweet campaign. You said about five to six hours?
1: Yeah, it's about five to six hours. Uh, it, it, It kind of felt like the shortest Call of Duty campaign I've ever played, which isn't a knock against it because... When I did complete it uh, the day prior, um, there's just so much to talk about that we'll probably save it for a future episode. Once we once you've completed it and we have m- more stuff to to digest and talk about, but right. it, it, there's this one mission uh, that serves as the climax of the game that automatically became my favorite call to the mission in in series history. Like that's how good that mission was. More than Gilles and- in the mist. Yes, more so than that.
0: Wow, that's like a that's a crowd favorite. So, yeah, um, exactly. that and I can't remember any other mission that I really like um, other than Gillies in the mist. That's like, yeah, but
1: this but this mission stood out to me, and I will forever like be like, wow, they went that deep with that. Okay, that's cool. So, um, so yeah, so uh, Cold War. Uh, what
0: else? Oh well, we got we could dive more into Cold War. That was essentially all the games I played, other than Astro Bot. Um, I didn't really touch any other games. Okay. Yet. What, what other have you, outside of those games I listed? Have you played any other ones?
1: Yeah. So, um, basically, I wanted to test some older uh, PS4 titles to mm. see because. We have been with the original PlayStation 4. We never upgraded to the PS4 Pro because we thought, well, why not just wait for the PS5? We're, we're still going to get that 4K 60 frames per second, uh, sort of upscaling with older games. So I tested Red Dead 2. Uh, okay. It's now locked at 30 frames per second. Uh, I'm, I'm certain that Rockstar will release an update early next year that will bump it up to 60 frames per second which will be a major difference when it comes to the combat. Um, but so far with the checkerboard 4, 4, 4K, um, it looks astonishing. Um, I was just riding my horse on Red Dead Online, uh, near Valentine, just traversing the, the world itself and everything just looks way more sharp. The draw distance was the biggest thing that caught my eye. Mm-hmm. Like, the draw distance has been greatly improved.
0: Um, really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, Is it because it's, of the, the processing it's capabilities? The
1: extra, yeah, it's the CPU that, that enables that extra processing power uh, to, to basically improve the draw distance. But, uh, yeah, it's not much of a game-changer in terms of, like, again, if it was 60 frames per second, it would make... It, if they added that in and if they improved Red Dead Online, that would be like the first game I would go back to and be like, OK, I'm going to stay here for a while because they basically updated it to the point where I can actually enjoy myself when I play it. Um, so I'm hoping that that is the case next year. Mm-hmm. Um, another game I tested out, the first game I actually booted up on my PS5 was Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Um they have two game modes, a uh, cinematic mode, which outputs at 4K, and then they have a performance mode, which is 60 frames per second. And the 4K resolution is just jaw-dropping gorgeous. Uh, the architecture just comes out in more detail when you're fighting the colossi. You could really see the details of like their fur. Everything is just so much more sharper, and the draw distance also gets that benefit as well. But the sense of how the camera sort of backs away and then you see, like, the cliffside or, like, the waterfall portion of the area um, once you cross the bridge, it's like, holy shit, dude. Like, I, I kind of go back to that analogy of, like, not having glasses for 10 years and then you finally get new glasses. That, that's how much of a difference the 4K experience is. Um, I tested Days Gone as well. I actually have not played that game at all. This was Days
0: Gone, biker, zombie game. Exactly. Okay. Um,
1: So, when it first came out uh, last year, I believe, uh, it was locked at 30 frames, but now it's at 60 frames. And I was doing like the first mission. And yeah, it. It ran really fucking smooth.
0: That was um, one of my complaints. Not, it felt like really hefty and slow the first time I played it.
1: Yeah, the, Days Gone is one of the few uh, titles that feel more like a next-gen game now because of the bump in resolution and the 60 frames per second. So you're getting both in one. Um, so it would, I, it's, it's definitely a title I would probably recommend going back to with kay. the added uh, improvements. Another game I checked out was God of War, very briefly. Um, they also have the whole cinematic 4K checkerboard or you could do 1080p at 60 frames per second. 60 frames per second, God of War is fucking awesome. Okay. It is just like holy shit, combat is now way more smooth. It's it it, it kind of feels very seamless now, like the sort of tension when you you know fling the axe and bring it back it's just so much more better and cohesive it's so much more satisfying um and again that just really ups my hype for the sequel to to the game once it comes out next year (laughs) exactly Mm, okay um what else did i check out uh What other PS4 games did I install?
0: I mean, we both played Zombies, but we'll get into that.
1: Yeah, Zombies we did play for Cold War. Uh, I tested out Genshin Impact, which which is that free-to-play open-world JRPG. Um, On the PS4 version, it ran at 30 frames. It's now at 60. Uh, Because of the cartoon-style aesthetic, the the resolution bump isn't that apparent. Uh, But it's very nice to see the character model just feel more smooth in general um mm-hmm. and, and more quick um what else did i test out i'm trying to remember uh i think that was it for the most part i installed final fantasy 7 remake but from the comments online there hasn't been much improvement on that which is a little underwhelming there's a lot of games now that are going to require patch upgrades Mm-hmm. so uh i guess we have to wait on that there is one game though that i'm pretty sure the last guardian can run at an uncapped 60 frames per second now
0: Ooh, okay
1: so that slowness that 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 people were like bitching about
0: now it's the time gone. to play it
1: there is one caveat though and this okay. is the only bad thing about trico
0: it. still won't listen to you
1: no 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 not that it's just that to access the uncapped 60 frames per second you need to have the physical disc with you oh you need to install it and you cannot update to the title update the very first title update
0: so just play it base level
1: right base level uh and you have to cancel the upgrade process somehow if wow. you could do that, Last Guardian at 60 frames per second might be the biggest game changer out of all of these. Oh well, that uh, sucks. You that, can't that play it even with an
0: update. What the fuck no. is that about?
1: I know, I know. But you have to do what you have to, you know, do what you with, do, with what you have. do what
0: you can in order to have a fast, fun 60 frames per second time. <laughs>
1: I know, I know. And then obviously okay. the next game that people have been highly anticipating to see some improvements. Bloodborne. Unfortunately, Bloodborne did not get any improvement whatsoever. Uh, It it is now locked at 30 frames per second, but there are still some hiccups with that. It still hitches every once in a while. Uh, No visual upgrade whatsoever. How Um, many frames per
0: second was it before? 30? 30. It,
1: it, it's 30, but it, it will fluctuate between like 20 to 30 sometimes.
0: Okay, it's so now weird. it's locked at yeah. 30. That's what you mean. Jesus it, Christ.
1: It, it, it's kind of locked at 30, but you still have those hitches, like those hiccups of like where the frame rate drops to like 28 or 27. Oh my God,
0: one person broke up. a box. Everyone dies at 11 frames per second. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, ah. So that's, that's disappointing. Okay. Uh,
1: Sekiro is now at 60 frames per second locked oh. so, and 4K. So that would be a good title to go back to. Um, Neil 2 is actually, I think, one of, the, one of the best performing games right now because it's now at 4K native and 60 frames per second locked. It doesn't hitch. It doesn't go lower than 60, and they also announced a Neo collection that comes with the first game and the second game at 4K native at 120 frames per second. But like how you mentioned, the human eye cannot detect higher than 60 frames per second, so that extra useless. 60 frames per second would have to translate to another game improvement of some
0: sort. Yeah, like maybe the vi- maybe, monitor- the, maybe, maybe you see the visuals a little bit better in 60 frames per second
1: and your tv or monitor needs to support 120 hertz i believe right yes you're correct
0: so, that's so, exactly how that works yeah um yeah interesting uh, yeah so these are some of the games uh, you get to play
1: uh, yeah it was pretty fun to go back just to see what what the improvements visually looked like but by far the biggest game changers were shadow god of war
0: um call of duty for sure for me Call we played the, how many how many hours last night? Like five hours, up until like three in the morning. We were playing multiplayer. You, me, and Nick.
1: Yeah, the multiplayer is fun. So uh, fun, so much. Yeah, and this
0: is like the first call. This is sixty frames per second, correct?
1: Well, Call of Duty has always been sixty frames per second for a while now. Um, they've that's been their sort of game design philosophy. Call of Duty has to play fast and snappy.
0: Well, it felt felt smoother, I guess. I, think, I don't know to me.
1: I, I think the big difference, if let's say you have both the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, if you're trying to debate what to get Call of Duty on, I would still get the PS5 version because the dual sense haptic feedback is the main distinction. It's the game changer that will make you think, oh shit, like w- when you pull the trigger and you sense that kickback, uh, especially if you're using like an LMG. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: or a shotgun. Yeah. Like you like to use and hide in the corners. Just <laughs> You were you were just blitzing people with an MP5 shotgun. you, Dude, you got five kills one. in a row on that crossover. No, what's the map? Crossroad. A, I believe. Cr- crossroad. I can't remember. It's the snow map. It's 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 kind of a smaller map, but it's probably one of the most chaotic, crazy maps to have fun on. I think it's one of the best maps next to satellite. I actually like it a little bit more than satellite, just because it's very. It doesn't really. It. It's not really like a a, a sided map where you know. Um, if you played Call of Duty Black Ops on the beta, you had satellite, which is kind of like there's a middle part that kind of splits it in two. This map is a square, so it's like four corners and yeah that's the map and then you got to it's like two side. it is kind of two-sided but mainly it's four corners you can go around and then there's a little middle area you can run into through buildings and across a little bridge um really fun map that was not in the beta that is great yeah yeah um other than that yeah i want to talk about a little bit about like how it felt to play some of the modes in call of duty um we played zombies for a good bit on the PlayStation 5, we won't talk about anything regarding the actual storyline. But if you've seen the trailer, that's pretty much what we know. <laughs> so, um, well, we actually know a little bit more. But we, oh, yeah. Yeah. I completed the game, so. You completed Zombies? No, not Zombies. Oh, okay. I, I was talking about Zombies. Market. No, we're not going to talk oh, about okay. the campaign. Campaign's oh, okay. beautiful. Um, I, I really liked... Uh, a few of the missions that I did play, but we played zombies in multiplayer on the PlayStation 5. Um, yeah, we did one, one match. Really one great, round. really great. Uh, we were, I felt I was constantly having, like, I mean, it's zombies, but I felt like the zombies weren't, it wasn't just you, zombies. It, it was like they're smarter.
1: It felt like a back to basics. Like, if you recall playing Black Ops 4, the their zombies game mode, and you had, like, all these additional perks... That you can customize your loadout. I kind of like how more stripped down this version is. Yeah, in comparison. it's
0: guns, it's doors you can open, and it's it's the pack a punch, and it's the it's the zombies. Um,
1: the, objectives, the objectives you have to do.
0: One of the things you mentioned yesterday that you love absolutely is the health bars. Exactly. Yes. You can tell how much it is going to take to kill this enemy. If you yeah. see that health bar drop pretty quick, you're like, oh, he's almost dead. I can take him out. There is a big boss that shows up at, at one round on the uh, De Machina map. Um, we won't really talk too much about in case people care about that. But... It's a, it's a big boss, and then he transforms into something else, um, but he has a health bar, so you can kind of tell, okay, I have to run away from this guy as all these other zombies are coming, and all this is happening, um, but I know what it's going to take to kill this guy. It's really nice, at addition, that I didn't really think too much about. I was like, oh, I can you know, tell how fast I'm going to be able to kill all these zombies around me in comparison to when it was Black Ops 4 or even before that. I couldn't really tell. It's like, okay, I'm surrounded by zombies. I'm just going to start blasting and see what happens. (laughs) But that's about all you have for this. It's like, you can kind of think about, okay, all these zombies have very minimal health. I could probably just blast them and run past them and then get up to where I need to be. gives you kind of a tactical advantage. Um, of course the box is back with all the goodies for that. Uh, we didn't actually see the box move. We didn't interact with it too much. Um, you could blow open doors uh and open you, so you can if there's like rubble in the way I think in the past I think on uh which is this is map is based off of you would have to I would raise them up with like electricity and be all spooky this you're actually blowing up the rubble um and things like that yeah what do you look yeah, at
1: no I'm just editing this comment I made on our discord chat
0: oh okay uh very fun Uh, game mode i would say
1: yeah it's definitely i like it so far it's more back to basics which again i that's one of the hallmarks of why i consider the original black ops to be my favorite so far is just how much it catered more to less about loadout customization and more about just having fun
0: Mm mm-hmm and you can actually have your loadout, but people have already known about that. So moving away from Call of Duty, um, let's talk a little about the hitches with this console. I want to yeah. jump into that now. Uh, there is a lot of good, but there is some bad. Um, most one of which was, you know, I was playing No Man's Sky and thought I had nuked my con- my console. I had that happen to me on the first time I got my PlayStation Four. I had to send it back, and they gave me a new one. Uh, oh which you know of, I think. Yeah. 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 Now I remember, uh, the console can use an external hard drive. It's great. I like it. But with that comes an air of caution. So I think you have, you know, most of about this more than me, but what actually might cause some issues with the console, what's been going on.
1: Yeah. So basically there are two main points that I have observed, uh, browsing through the internet but one is a, an issue with spider-man remastered Okay. and when i mean by spider-man remastered i'm talking about the version of the original spider-man that comes with the miles Mor- morales ultimate edition mm-hmm. um, upgraded textures uh it's it's not a reboot per se but they just upgraded like the texture quality so it's that's why they tagged the remastered um that version, when you play it and then you put the console in rest mode, apparently that has been a reoccurring pattern when it comes to your console not wanting to turn on after or not responding to the to turning it on. And it bricks the console. The second thing is that there are some weird OS glitches uh, when it comes to the power. Uh, when you try and turn it on, uh, or, but this is specifically tied to having an external hard disk drive attached to the PS5. That's why some people are advising to always turn it off and turn it back on and not put it on rest mode. Since I don't have Spider-Man remastered and I don't have an external hard disk drive yet. Uh, I haven't had any issues whatsoever with that. Um... But again, it's just its just par for the course. You are, in some regards, we're kind of like beta testers for this new hardware mm-hmm. uh, for being first adopters. So it comes with the territory. I would not be too worried or freaked out or concerned that whether your console might suffer the same fate because obviously the sort of fail rate for new consoles, there's always going to be a fail rate. I don't think we're going to see a fail rate that matches the 360 red ring of death back then. If, if you all recall, I think the fail rate for that was like almost 30%. So again, these instances that we're seeing people having issues with the PS five will probably will not surpass 3%. Let's so hope. again, don't be too worried about that.
0: Yeah. And no, I, I'm, co- I'm constantly shutting. Is there more? instances being seen with one console or the other, diskless versus disk?
1: Um, not that I've seen, personally. Uh, I feel like it's sort of equally on the playing field. It's okay. sort of like 50-50. Um, so, again, just tread with caution with how you use your, your new console. Don't try and you know, test it to the limit and try and do wacky things with it.
0: But yeah. I'm currently shutting I have an external hard drive as I mentioned and I'm shutting okay. it off every single time. I don't yeah, want to try and brick this or have anything happen to this console. Um The
1: good thing is I obviously with the most hardware uh it comes with a limited warranties. So right. You are safe in it
0: when, <laughs> when they it comes will be to able that. to fulfill that. I don't know because these consoles <laughs> are scarce. <laughs> to say the yeah, least.
1: Very scarce, yeah, that they are.
0: All right. Well, um anything else? Uh go buy this console if you have the availability, if you do have the console. Great. Play it up. Um I don't think we'll be covering anything on the Xbox Series X because we seriously we don't um, have one.
1: I yeah, so I think eventually probably somewhere earlier next year. I will probably subscribe to Game Pass or maybe yeah. closer to when Bethesda starts to release their next entries in The Elder Scrolls.
0: Exactly. That's that's when I'm going to be doing that as well uh, because you know me. If you've followed this podcast long enough, our first episode is called Todd Howard Did Nothing Wrong. Mainly because it, he did something horribly wrong with 76. but um, <laughs> But of course, yeah. I love uh, Bethesda, uh, regardless of who they go with, as long as they keep giving me good content. Not like Fallout 76, which is the... (sighs) I'm going to vomit if I talk about it any longer.
1: Truth be told, they did improve it, so it it might garner a second look. That's all I'm saying.
0: I'm not even going to listen to you right now. (laughs) You want to play it? you want to play it I'd rather play No Man's Sky personally because that actually has some good content okay, okay. an actual voice like you know actual things to interact with rather than just you know other they folks they
1: added more quest givers in Fallout 76 there's
0: did they add a quicker way to kill know. people because <laughs> that's the thing I cared about because you and I started um, taking I out some folks and then we got marked and then nothing happened so it was like yeah okay great
1: diminished, like. also yeah,
0: yeah. it took forever like- to kill them yeah which maybe because we were in a quest area but or maybe we weren't in like a like a pvp area but it was like what the hell
1: it's it's that passive mode like in gta and red dead where like it activates if you get killed then you select the option yeah i I don't want to get killed by other rival players uh but yeah Mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah i well, just i just brought it up just to tease you nothing
0: okay fair enough well this is uh yeah this is a good stopping point i think um i i really look forward to what they're gonna this, bring uh,
1: yeah so just before we end the podcast is is, is this your first console launch
0: no like we had it on the playstation 4 did we not
1: we got that a few months after i believe it was around well we only had gun. No, and then we got Infamous,
0: right? Did we? I, yeah. I played it. I played Infamous, but it hadn't. I don't believe Infamous was out at the same time that we had.
1: Because the the PS4 launched in November 2013, and I think we got ours uh, in the spring of 2014.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I Switch, all I remember is playing Gun for weeks
1: at launch, right? The Switch. No,
0: I did not get that at launch. I got that. Um, quite a bit after after a um, holiday, right? Yeah. After during the holiday. Yeah. I, cause I remember, um, yeah, they had a lot of things out at that point, like, uh, breath of the wild, which was a launch title. No. Yes, it was breath of the wild. I had that, um, I played. Oh, what's that game? Shit! You play as like three machines killing bugs, and it's like a top-down strategy game, kind of like. Um, into the breach. Yes, into the breach. Had that, and then a few other games as well uh, that I don't play as often. Mario Party. We
1: gotta now. get on Animal Crossing.
0: No. <laughs> what? No. Why not? I Why don't not? have time for a life simulator. <laughs> I barely have time to play The Witcher. I still oh haven't my. beaten yeah. uh, Blood and Wine, so oh. that's something I need to get on. Well, uh, is means. I have access to Stardew Valley now. Oh,
1: that's yeah.
0: true. Stardew Valley. I don't, is that multiplayer?
1: I I think so, but only for two players.
0: Yeah, we don't have time to talk about Nintendo uh, tonight, but yeah, we have a lot of other things we could definitely play. Um,
1: uh, so let's get down to the to the bottom line how would you rate this console launch so far leather grade
0: from my experience not from everyone's experience yeah, with the technical no, just, issues and just things your like that.
1: personal yeah your personal score Ooh.
0: so far it's a it's an a it's an a for me i don't have any i don't have any issues it's a it's a quiet much quieter console um the transportation of it is kind of a pain for me, but I still have the box it came in, so it's not super issue, big of an issue. Um, yeah. The controller right. charge time, which we didn't even talk about, the controllers don't die as quickly for this console.
1: Yeah, but it's not as extensive as, say, the Switch Pro controller. Um, the Switch Pro controller could last like almost twenty hours, and the the, the Dual Sense I think is up to eight hours, which again. Right makes sense because of the haptic feedback features
0: right like during the power
1: like we do not kid you this controller is a game changer like this adds more incentive for people who are questioning what third-party games to get for what console this will sort of edge it out to like yeah i want to get the ps5 version because i want the haptic
0: feedback i will say it's a better console launch than the playstation 4 because yes, PlayStation 4 awesome. only had a few games we could play. I think we played Rezogun until we beat it entirely. <laughs> and you platinumed it. it. I platinumed it. And this, we game. have all of the other games we played already. If they and didn't allow backwards compatibility, I think I will not, would not have purchased this easily. Would not have purchased yeah. this immediately. Because there's no purpose. I'm going to throw yeah. away all of my games that I just played and bought and things like that. And yeah, I'm exactly. also going to have PlayStation 4. What's the point? And it's also... Whatever price point it is, I think it's 3 99 for this version I have. So there's little to no incentive. But with this, great incentive. I can play some yeah. of the same games I wanted to. I think all of the games I've, I've already been playing, Witcher and all this, I don't even know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it uh, after we're done here with the podcast. I want to know what the, the cap is for Witcher, if it's 60 frames per second. Pretty sure it is, though. Um, but yeah, that's our take on the PlayStation Five. Um, be sure to follow us on NYE Podcast on Instagram. That's the best way to get in touch with us in regards to this. Uh, in regards to our podcast, if you have any queries you want us to bring up? Things you want us to talk about more of uh, the next few weeks? I think next week we're going to talk about Mandalorian in the mid season. Uh, I started yeah, the next what? episode
1: it's eight episodes
0: eight episodes ten. i believe it's eight, eight.
1: okay good yeah But if it's
0: then 10 yes. we're gonna wait two weeks but i think next week we're going to talk about yeah, the mandalorian I um i started the new episode episode three or chapter t- 11 think, uh, e- chapter 11 they call it they do chapters but essentially season two episode three uh much shorter episode i, s- I noticed so i'm going to be able to peel through that tonight um we'll talk about more Mandalorian next week. And then as well as any gaming news that may come out, uh, hopefully we'll have, uh, some more stuff to talk about there. Steven, thank you, uh, for no problem. Thank you for doing all this. And yeah, Yeah, uh, thank Thank you you so much everyone and have a great rest of your evening, morning, whenever the hell you're listening to us. Have a good one. No ASMR.